broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. It's strange how eight glasses of water a day seems impossible, but eight beers? Way too damn easy. <laughs> well, if that isn't the truth. Serious. I know, right? I like those like bottles that like have the time throughout the day where you're <laughs> like, hey, drink this amount by like 11, by like 12, by like 2. Like, holy shit, dude. Okay. Oh, yeah. like they, they got like the lines on the side or something? Water bottles telling me try to live my life. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, but you know, it, ha- it literally has like times and then there's like little sayings on it too. It's like, keep going or, you know, yeah. I have a few, uh, like some, I'm trying to like be a little, everyone's trying to be healthier during January and I have a few like health apps that are checking in and making sure I'm doing this or that. And all of them are like, drink this much water. And you know, they're, they bug you throughout the day, like yeah. notifications on your, and I don't think these apps really understand how much water I drink in a day. There's not a time where I'm not drinking. I legitimately drink probably two gallons of water every day because I always have water by my side. So like at the end of the day, I just go in and just hit, like I just did it all like, here, here, there's the full thing, fine. Quit bothering (laughs) me. (laughs) Yeah, I have a 40 ounce hydro flask and I fill it up at least two times at work, if not more. So I drink anywhere from 80 to 120 ounces of water a day. Yeah, I can't imagine. And it's funny, if I'm laying in bed, like if I just crawled into bed and I have to pee, I do my damnedest just to go to sleep and ignore it and just, you know, hope for the best. Like, it won't wake me up. But if there's no water next to my bed, you bet your ass I'm getting up. And oh, going my God, and that's some. really funny. <laughs> that's I, I saw this, um, like, a meme from this Instagram page called Reductress. I don't know if you guys follow it. It's really sarcastic. It. It's kind of like the onion in a way. It's really funny and sarcastic. And there was a meme, and it was, like, too tired to pee but too full of piss to sleep. And it's a girl like... <laughs> Like me, 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 like looking all cute in bed. And I was like, oh my God, if that's not my life, I'll like wake up and I have to pee and I'm like, just go right back to sleep. And I'm like, oh, it's all I'm focusing on is peeing. And I have to like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Been there. Been there. Yeah. So welcome back, everyone. We are now in 2022, first draft of 2022. And also uh, the first draft, draft 101. We've gotten through a hundred of these shows. Wow. And now we are embarking on the second century of the booze cast, <laughs> starting with uh, this episode, this draft right here. Uh, we're going to catch up on everyone's holiday, find out what everyone was doing and how it all went. I've got a grip of news uh, to get through. I'll get through it pretty quick, but there are a lot of things that are worth mentioning that happened during our uh, brief little holiday vacation. Uh, Coley is going to give you a list, about 13 classic vodka drinks that you should know and have memorized um, for all of your vodka drinking needs. And we'll be we're testing gonna close you out. later. That's right. We're going to send out a test later. So, you know, drink up and you better pass. Um, and we're <laughs> also going to uh, put a button on the fourth announces. Uh, that has ended as all fantasy football uh, contests have. And we do have a winner. Um, and uh, we're going to get into that. But um, why don't we get into our very first of the year, our first beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- water. The beer of the day. Ooh, can I go first? You sure go can. Okay, so 
Mine is actually, have you guys heard of Humble Bumble from Humble no. Forager? Okay, so this is a hard place. seltzer, but this is their um, Humble Bumble version four. It's coconut, pineapple, passion fruit, mangosteen, banana, clementine, goldenrod, honey, and lavender flowers. Whoa. I know, right? So it's, it's also a hundred... I know. Um, 100% natural fruit, sweetened with honey, no artificial flavors, and gluten-free. So I was kind of excited about that. Um, not that I'm allergic to gluten, but it's cool. Um, Untapped has a rating of 4.31 on this, and it's 5% ABV. Alcohol. And uh, again, everything that I read in the title is what they have to say about it. So I'm going to go in and take a sip. You can really smell, in my opinion, the the passion fruit and a lot of the mango. It's really heavy on the mango. Heavy and pendulous on the mangoes. Hmm. Oh, it's very banana forward. Yeah, banana probably usually takes over everything. I love banana too. It's my favorite. So, um, wow, I'm not. That's right. <laughs> I'm not mad about this, you guys. Um, I actually got this from Tavor too, because Humble Forger is really hard to find. Apparently they make some bomb stouts as well, but um, this hard seltzer is, it's definitely not, like, it's not clear. It's what's opaque, is that it? It's nice. kind of cloudy, opaque, and um, it's a little bit thicker. So it's really That's delicious. It's a crazy looking I, um, can too. It's a very yeah, and there's like the little, little bumblebee and then all yeah. the fruit. It's delicious. I recommend this. If you guys ever see it or see it on Tavora, delicious. definitely work picking up. Nice. Nice. What you got over there, Sancho? Uh, I'm uh, busting out the Hopnosis IPA from Firestone. We just released it. It's a Cryo Hops West Coast IPA that's uh, actually brewed with a lager yeast. It uh, huh. actually makes it super drinkable and easy. And uh, yeah, like I said, we just released it this week. Um, the Golden Nugget brought it on. I did like a quick little preview of it. They bought. They brought it on um, first. And uh, I just sold it into the local over at Mikey, um, and then it's making its way into like different like chain stores and stuff now. This week we definitely got it out to a lot of places, but it's a really good beer. I'm super stoked on it. Six point seven percent alcohol, and uh, it's got a three point eight four rating right now on Untapped. Um, and like I said, it's a you know. West Coast Chris Double Dry Hopped IPA, um, and it's got some hops from the U.S. and from New Zealand. But uh, the big thing for me is the cryo hops. Uh, the first sip is, uh, I mean, the last sip is just as fresh as the first, and the lager yeast is pretty killer in it. Uh, when I was up in uh, Firestone, up at the Firestone Brewery in August, we were doing some R&D, and we got to try this beer with ale yeast and lager yeast. And I thought the lager yeast was the way to go. And I think that's uh, basically what a lot of other people thought too. And that's what they, they ended up rolling with. But uh, yeah, I know this beer is great and it's out in the market. So give it a try. Go get some. That's awesome. It sounds like a great beer to have on hand. Hopefully they'll have it. Is it limited? No, it's going to be a core beer. So you'll be you'll be seeing it. It'll oh, be good. Part, of, part of the set. I'm sorry. What did you say the ABV was? I'm sorry. Uh, it's 6.7%. Oh, okay. Alcohol. A little bit higher. I was gonna say it sounds like crisp for like the pool, like summer. So maybe just a couple or like the uh, little buzzy <laughs> pants in the heat. Yeah, uh, you know, you know how things go. I yeah, know, of course you, I Once you hit buzzy pants level, though, it's a good time out there, Coley. Let's be <laughs> yeah, honest. I know. I know. So what, what am I drinking? There? What have I got yep. here? I've got a little something from Brewery West, Browery West. Rabbit. Um, <laughs> 
Pop Fuji is the name of this particular brew. It is an unfiltered Pilsner, 5% mm. ABV. Alcohol. Uh, there are, of course, no IBUs. It's got a 3.74 on Untapped right now, just slightly below the tug line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just for reference. Um, this is what uh, Brewery West has to say about uh, this particular brew. Our take on the historic Keller beer. Pop Fuji Unfiltered Pilsner delivers a delicate malt sweetness combined with a subtle fruit and spice character from the use of German noble hops. Unlike the typical Pilsner, however, Pop Fuji's uniqueness is in its smooth, creamy texture, making it perfect for any occasion. Let's see if uh, they're telling lies. Pop Fuji. That creaminess actually takes down the malt a bit, which is kind of cool. It, nice. it is like, that's a smooth, smooth beer right there. Right. It's yeah. really bright looking. Yeah, it's like like bright straw or something, right? Yeah. I mean, look at that. I was kind nice. of a little hesitant because, you know, unfiltered. I'm like, oh, here we go. Hazy Pilsner time. Um, but it doesn't definitely doesn't come across like that. It's a very, very light kind of, you know, yeah, it's unfiltered, but it's, it's not dank and round and, and yeah I think juicy, that like unfiltered you know? definitely doesn't mean it has to be hazy you know I think that's what a lot of people just kind of connotate it to it doesn't doesn't have to be a haze haze craze just to be unfiltered you know sometimes they go down that road anyways you know what I mean they're like oh well it's you know unfiltered and you get it you're like Jesus I mean <laughs> <laughs> we love unfiltered DBA there you go mm. it's one that of our is, favorites yeah it's solid that one's on at the local too I was actually just talking to Mikey what? right before I came over here you should oh. get, why not a heads up on that one that one's oh one I gave you guys best. a heads up on it remember I told you it was uh, <laughs> that that promo we were doing we had Parabola Sukaba and Sicky Monkey and UDBA was a part of it so mm, well, I'm gonna swing by and see uh, Irish Mikey yep and grab myself a yeah it's a beer. tough one to get like we were able to sell it to him because he picked up all those other beers but other than that we're uh, we don't really sell it to a lot of accounts you yeah, I can see why. It's it's very coveted. We had it when we went up to Paso. So yeah, usually yeah. I have to wait till I till I head up to one of the breweries and and sneak on in there. Nice. The Kamish. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Boozecast. All right, guys. Well, how was your holiday? How was your time off? Well, I mentioned I went to Paso. So right after Christmas, like the day after, Nick and I went to Paso for a couple of days because, you know, he worked like nine months straight or whatever with like no weekends off or anything. So um, we decided to just go away for a couple of days. And I, we had our unfiltered DBA. It was delicious. Um, I tried... Oh my Delicious. gosh, Sandro, it was like berry cobbler or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know that, like a, it was a, one of their fermented like barrel work spears. Yep, yep, yep. It, um, oh my God, I loved it. It was very good. It was like good. a mint berry cobbler or something like that. Something, but there wasn't, no, I don't know if it was minty. It was just, I don't know. It was very good. Um, the, the way they do it, I know like COVID and short staffing, but the food running part is a little difficult. 
Because you have to like order. Have you been there lately, Wiley? You have to like order on the app. Oh, not, Wiley not the, knows. Uh, he he gave me a call and gave me a whole breakdown on what he thinks about that. Yeah. Well, they, I, I did not well, have a lot know, of good like, opinions. Well, being like a brewmaster too, like reserve member, you get like the fifteen percent off. Well, they couldn't figure it the fuck out, so I never got my fifteen percent off. We ate there twice. Well, so I was a little irritated, but uh, beer was <laughs> top notch and the food is always good as well. So I have no complaints there. Um, and then uh, after it's the blackberry mint cobbler is what they have there. Oh, I don't remember the mint part, but whatever. It was delicious. I really like it. It's a good it. beer. Solid beer. Delicious. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> um, and then we got back and we went uh, to the desert for New Year's with uh, Nick's cousin and um, her kids. So I guess our second cousins. And uh, yeah, spent New Year's in the desert. It was a whopping 22 degrees. Ooh, brisk. It was, it was very chilly. Warm by the fire, but very chilly. And then uh, Monday, when we got home Sunday, and Monday, Nick's cousin's like, oh, I caught a nasty cold and I have a fever. And I was like, oh, okay. Are you um, you going to test? She's like, I guess I'll have to. And um, she tested positive for COVID and flu B. So then, of course, I tested, thinking I'd, it was fine. I'm going to go to dinner with the new owners of my company. And I tested positive for COVID at work. It was really fun times. But I was lucky enough to have no symptoms, so... Tested negative on Sunday, guys. Here I am. Never lost my sense of taste and smell, and I'm ready to party. (laughs) You are lucky. Like, my taste and smell is probably about 85% still. 85 to 90, I would say. Uh, That's right. Really? Yeah. Well, and like certain things don't smell right. Like uh, soaps, lotions, shampoos smell like um, used motor oil. Like really, really like industrial. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe, Maybe my smell came back even better than it was, and I can smell everything. Yeah. In, Smell the petroleum in the products and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's weird. Yeah, damn. So, uh, um, I guess now that I'm speaking, I guess I'll just continue speaking. Please, uh, how was your holiday? Let's talk about the holidays. So, we were supposed to have, you know, this is the first holiday since uh, Grandma passed away a few years ago. Normally, up until that happened, we'd go over to Grandma and Grandpa's, and that's what it was. So, <laughs> that happened. Pandemic happened, so obviously no one could get together. So, this was... It's kind of the, the, everyone's coming back to a Christmas kind of get together. We were supposed to have 27 freaking people at Christmas Eve dinner, party, like whatever. Wow. And I was, we were already kind of a little nervous about it. And we made sure that uh, everyone had to test before they, they came. And in fact, one of our uh, family members, uh, my aunt and uh, I guess my little cousin, um, she would be, um, were coming out from the desert from Palm Springs and, tested it in the car and, and my little cousin tested positive. So they turned right back around and went right back to Palm Springs. And Aww. that happened with a few others. We lost, um, about eight people who were supposed to be there who could not be there. So a little bit smaller party and, uh, than it was, but, uh, other than that, no issues, uh, beyond them. Cause they, you know, again, that's why you test. Yeah. And, um, let's see, big, uh, nice family dinner the next night, uh, had a uh, stuffed pork loin, which was pretty good. Never that had sounds that good. Before. What was it stuffed with? Um, uh, breadcrumbs and um, ricotta cheese or something. And, oh my God, that sounds, sounds amazing. Sounds really it was good. really, really good. And then I uh, got the booster on New Year's Eve, and I kind of oh. figured that uh, it was going to go bad. And uh, <laughs> I just kind of assumed, like, you know, and it did. Uh, I started kind of feeling a little crappy about 10 o'clock New Year's Eve. And uh, dozed off in front of the TV and then got woken up by the war zone that my neighborhood becomes on midnight of New Year's Eve. 
Um, and there's some big ass fireworks. I don't know where they're getting this stuff, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's like, whoop, boom. I must be, right? I mean, you only, yeah. if you're going to drive that out that far, you get one that, that's going to make an impression. Um, middle of the night, I woke up shivering and I wasn't shivering hard. I was shivering fast. I was like, I was vibrating. <laughs> like it was so weird how fast I was vibrating. Every girl's dream, Wiley. Oh, Damn. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was in my sexiest moment and there I was all alone. It was so sad. <laughs> Finally, was I like the, the Sivan no. machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But uh, <laughs> then I woke up in a, in a pile of sweat, and then the next day was just terrible. I was achy. My whole left side, from my ears to my toes, were was just sore and achy. And so I went and had some beers and, and knocked it out. Oh sure, that Sunday. helps. <laughs> felt a lot better plan. on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that was my holiday. Sandro, how was your nice. holiday? Uh, it was pretty chill. Um, yeah, definitely. COVID was out and about, lingering, but. Um, <laughs> I uh, got to spend some really quality time with the family. My sister came into town. We all cooked a bunch of really good food. I made a lobster mac that was insane. Oh. It was Ooh. so good. It was one of the best lobster macs mm. I've ever had, and I was pretty pumped on making it. Uh, but we ate really good. And then um, just kind of cruise from there. Um, you know, like a lot of friends, a lot of people that I worked with tested positive for COVID around that time. So I was kind of sketched out um, the week after the holidays. I did. I started not feeling good on Thursday after Christmas and was pretty freaked out. You know, um, got tested and all that good stuff. And I got tested three times and came up negative. Well, just had the flu. So um, I got through it. But um, the, my two rapid tests were like on Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, I took two rapid tests. And then the PCR test didn't come back until Sunday. And so that was after New Year's. So I spent my New Year's um, just literally I ate a bunch of hash oil edibles. And I think I was asleep by 11 on New Year's Eve, slept like a good 12 hours had like the crazy mega munchies when I woke up and ate a lot of food and stayed hydrated. Got my test results on Sunday. It was negative and that was pretty cool. I was definitely feeling a lot better by then. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just really mellow, super mellow uh, holiday, super mellow New Year's, which was chill. It was, uh, you know, all good. Caught up on my stories and uh, just chilled. <laughs> Can you um, share the lobster mac recipe? Cause uh, just look up uh, Pioneer Woman. Pioneer Woman. Oh, online. All right. Go to go to Pioneer Woman, and I just followed it. It was only for six to eight people, and I had to double it, um, which is fine. You know, obviously it's pretty easy. Buy more of everything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, lobster lobster mac from the Pioneer Woman. Check it out. Wow, she's awesome. I, I love the Pioneer Women. And whenever oh, she's on TV, I always watch her. She's so cool. She's like got a really calming demeanor, calming voice, and her like <laughs> food always looks really good. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm going to totally look that up. I'm going to see if Pinterest has it. <laughs> there you go. I'm very excited. I might have nice. to try a new uh, uh, Mac recipe on my end. Because usually I do oh, 805 dude. Bacon Mac. Nice. Which turns out like, mm, so good, but throwing some yeah. lobster in there. That's no, definitely level. lots of bacon in mine for sure. That's how we started mm. the roux. That's how we started yeah. the cheese sauces with yeah. the bacon. So that's what you do in Wiley's recipe. It's the one on the Booze League site, I believe. Yep. Uh, Sarah nice. sussed it out for me and she's like, 
Wiley can't make friends miss. You have to make this. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God. Okay. So I did. <laughs> nice. Fuck you didn't yeah. tell me you made the, the bacon Mac. How'd I it did. Out? Good? It was great. Yeah. Everybody nice. was like, oh my God, this is so good. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I didn't fuck it up then. Nice. But yeah, you cook the bacon and you use the bacon fat as like the start of the room. Yes. So just think oh. about that, but then adding lobster to it, you know, you basically just do it all up. It's really, really good. Um, oh, it's awesome. My sister added something on top, which is really cool. You know, like those Maui onion potato potato chips or whatever, like oh. the Maui, like Maui onion type things. She, she did like a, them and then- yeah, but she crushed them with like butter and turned them into like this whole like crispy, yummy, buttery deliciousness and then spread that on top and baked it. And then I forgot it, it took Fontina cheese and goat cheese on top of the other like cheddar cheese. The Fontina cheese I put in, but the goat cheese I forgot. But at the before we did that, I just dolloped <laughs> it on top, and so there were these like oh. puddles of like goat cheese on top as well. Mm. It was it was really good. It was it was awesome. Okay, well, yeah. This has been Draft 101. I'm going to go make some food now. Uh, yeah, I know where we're going. Then, uh, <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Cheers. Yeah, uh, we'll see you on Draft uh, 102. Bye. <laughs>
I'm so I'm so like nervous about saying names wrong that I always fuck it up now. Kind of like uh, when we brought Brittany on last episode and I fucked up her name immediately. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Britt. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Broward. Broward. Um, all right, next uh, news story. Let's uh, let's make it a little uh, a little happier news story here, shall we? You can get an elf-inspired beer that's brewed with M and M's, marshmallows, maple syrup, and spaghetti. Oh my gosh! Have you guys I know heard what about this sounds like? Yet? No, but I, it sounds like, um, you know what? It sounds like something from a movie and I'm going to let you go. Okay. Martin House Brewing Company from Fort Worth, Texas have created a new beer in honor of the Christmas movie, Elf. I knew it. This is, uh, if you guys remember, uh, uh, Martin House is the company that does things like the best made sour pickle beer and things like that. Same brewery that do these kind of crazy, uh, ingredients in their brews. This one is named Cotton Headed Ninny Muggins, is the name oh. of this beer. It is an 8% milk stout. It's got a 3.99 and untapped. It's only got 119 uh, uh, ratings so far, so still fairly new. Um, Suge Cole, or it could be Shug Cole, but I like Suge. What's up, Suge? Suge Cole, uh, Martin House's uh, marketing director, says the beer actually tastes a lot like maple stout. So. That is available now wherever you would get that. Uh, it might be out, but uh, get it while you can. And they actually did use real spaghetti in the making of this beer. So. Oh, God, that's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Apparently, really weird. I, I checked uh, the untapped uh, reviews, and there not many people wrote about it, but one person said, well, it's not as heavy as I thought it was going to be. So. Oh, my God. But generally, I mean, 399 isn't bad. No, it's really not. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know. is pretty, pretty darn good, actually. Yeah, and I, I mean... Some maple stouts are really good. Some are a little too sweet. That's why I worry about like the M&M and marshmallow stuff too. But yeah, I just, I haven't been into like the heavier, like syrupy sweet stouts lately. Like I open them and I'm like, Ugh, I'm just not in. Yeah. No, <laughs> saying I'm, and I'm, I've really gotten more towards the uh, more drier kind of more yeah. bitter kind of porters and stouts and stuff. Like I really like that. Like just a nice smooth dry stout. And, mm, nice. It's good shit. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, uh, syrupy sweet stuff. Crystal Pepsi is making a return. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Not even kidding. When was that last nice. produced, Stephen, right? It was the so, 90s? Yeah, yeah, totally. it was the 90s. In fact, they're bringing it back for a limited time run to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Crystal Pepsi. Oh However, you won't be able to buy Crystal Pepsi. The way to get your hands on it, you can win this beverage by using the hashtag show us your 90s on Twitter. Show us your 90s. Jeez. Show us your 90s. Yeah, hashtag show us your 90s. Pepsi wants consumers to post pictures of themselves in the 90s, and the company will choose its favorite 300 photos. Those oh. 300 people will receive six 20-ounce bottles of Crystal Pepsi, uh, who will be the first to have their hands on that drink in years. It debuted back in 1992 and was pulled off the market just a short two years later in 94. Because so. <laughs> it, it sucked. <laughs> did it? T I never had it, right? Like, I didn't really drink soda at all. It didn't taste like all. shit. It wasn't like anything like It didn't taste like all. Pepsi? I mean, it kind of did. It wasn't any, I don't know. It just wasn't great. I remember drinking it and just was like, oh, all right. My high kinda school actually had a, um, a Crystal Pepsi branded vending machine. Like, you know, you have Pepsi vending machines or Sprite or whatever. It was, it yeah. was Crystal Pepsi. Like, here, drink it. And I don't remember it tasting much different than Pepsi, but I think there's a psychosomatic thing where it's, like, perfectly clear and you drink it, but it tastes like Pepsi, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, it, was, it was, I don't know. It was a lot different. But David Novak, who is the former CEO of Yum! Brands, 
is credited with dreaming up the idea when he was an executive at Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi is owned by Yum Brands. He said in an interview back in 2007 that it was the best idea he ever had, but also the worst executed. <laughs> he continues and says, people were saying that we should stop and address some issues along the way, and they were right. It would have been nice if I'd made sure the product tasted good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah. The CEO of Yum Brands is not checking to make sure his stuff is yummy, I guess. I don't know. Damn. Wow. I just, yeah, I always remember seeing it and being intrigued by it. But like I said, my parents were like, you know, health nuts. So I never got like sugar cereals or soda or anything. And I remember my dad kind of being pissed off about it because of all the chemicals they probably used to make it clear and still taste like Pepsi. Yeah. You know, almost like how they like bleach eggs, you know, to make them white because they're typically sure. like brown. Yeah. Oh, well, today I learned. There you go. <laughs> I thought some chickens just laid white ass eggs. I mean, I think some do, but I feel like the ones at the store, I think they like alter They do, they do seem really clean, don't they? Really, really white. Don't yeah. they? Yeah, don't buy those. <laughs> I, I sometimes do at Costco. You can get 60 of them for like 10 bucks. I mean, it's... Yeah, they come in that like, little stack, right? With the two yeah, little Yeah, it's like stuff. the best yeah. deal. I mean, you have eggs for like a month and a half. It's crazy. So uh, next one, Taco Bell. Is selling a $10 monthly taco subscription. Taco Bell customers can get one taco per day for 30 consecutive days. It's called the Taco Lover's Pass. It's available to purchase now for members of its rewards program via the Taco Bell app. <laughs> there are a variety of tacos included in the subscription. They include soft taco, a spicy potato soft taco, crunchy tacos, and its Doritos uh, line of tacos. Taco Bell tested the program in September back in uh, Tucson. They said in a release, the rewards program grew by 20%, and the most redeemed taco was the Doritos Locos Taco Supreme. It should be noted also that Taco Bell is also owned by Yum Brands. <laughs> so There no. you go. A lot oh of Yum in the news is this, today. Is this podcast <laughs> being sponsored by Yum Brands? Are we getting paychecks after this or what? Mm, when in doubt, when you want something that tastes good, go with Yum Brands. <laughs> Wow. I mean, a taco subscription to talk. I mean, God, well, you guys know, like my track record with Taco Bell. I think I've had it. I did um, cave because I was drunk and hungry. And um, uh, Wiley, your friend Krista brought uh, tacos one time. We ran into her at Oktoberfest. Oh, right, right. right. And she brought tacos. And I was like, I'm so hungry. I'm going to have, it was a bean and cheese burrito that I had actually. So it was safe, but that was the first time I had a Taco Bell in like 12 years. I haven't had it since 2008. I got sick from it and I never had it again. It was like toxic hell and I never touched it. Yeah. That's right. That's kind of the only fast food I eat probably is a uh, Taco oh, Bell. Oh God. Yeah. Taco Bell's it's right. I don't really eat a lot of fast food at all. I don't either. I don't either. It's not really a thing, but. I could eat Taco Bell though. I only get a couple things off the menu, but every once in a while, like once every couple months, maybe I'll get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not my deal. I'm to say I'm the same, but (laughs) some nights, quick hit off the vapes and Taco Bell and some Rick and Morty on the TV. I'm like, I'm back in college. There you go. Dialed. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I'm back in college (laughs) in my heyday. Speaking of uh, stuff you did back in college, let's talk some Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps Blue Ribbon PBR recently tweeted and then deleted some bizarre tweets about Dry January. Have you guys heard about this yet? No, oh, yeah, no. I indeed have. This is it's this is good reading. On Monday, January 3rd, Paps tweeted, not drinking this January? Try eating ass. 
when someone on Twitter asked the company what the tweet against Dry January was about, they replied, well, it's about ass and eating it. <laughs> That's awesome. I think this person in their marketing or PR department was fired. <laughs> he probably uh, got in a little bit of trouble. Uh, obviously, that tweet went viral. Uh, the Twitter sphere expressed a lot of shock that PBR would be so crass. One user tweeted, PBR is off to a hot start this year. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, it's PBR, though. I mean, are people really surprised? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not either. Um, it, it is definitely a little over the top. Um, another actually replied and said, PBR or ass? What's the difference? And, <laughs> oh, there you go. And PBR responded, ask your mom. <laughs> oh, oh my. I did see that. Well, That's okay. good. That's a good um, one too. Nice. I think the CDC in New York um, a while ago, I think during, had, I think it was 2020, maybe early 2021, they had put out the um, like, Basically, the <laughs> eating ass could spread COVID, so not to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so I think someone should have tweeted that if you don't want to spread COVID, don't eat ass or something. It made me laugh. Watch out for the pink eye with that as well, I guess. <laughs> Freaking PBR, uh, man. The, the finest VP of, of the shitty. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, the VP of Marketing for PBR released a statement. We apologize about the language and content of our recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of Caps and our associates. <laughs> we're handling the matter internally. Um, well, the, the funny thing, so two quick things just to wrap this up. Um, so they did actually also um, send out something and said that um, this is actually was picked up by uh, the Twitter account for Ad Age, which... Uh, you know, follows a lot of the advertising and marketing efforts and things like that. And they said a rogue employee is behind a series of lowbrow Twitter posts that appeared under the beer brand Paps Blue Ribbon's verified Twitter account early Monday. So Rogue Ale and Spirits <clears throat> replied to that and said, a rogue employee? We know nothing about that. <laughs> so. Nice. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I, I'm pretty sure I, you know, I got COVID at the PBR bar in Dallas. So, you know, it's <laughs> Kind of suit, dude. So I don't know. I don't know what they were doing over there, but keep it up should, there, guys. Should have tried eating ass. I was no gonna say, were you shit, eating ass, Andrew? I mean, that's dude, how you spread fuck, COVID. Man. Don't do it. Right now, they are also um, they are still a little bit in trouble because they are promoting something called Wet January as opposed to Dry January, and it um, that's a little problematic. And uh, is it non-suitable some... for work? Twitter is that Wet January? <laughs> yeah, probably, I, I guess. <laughs> PBR is not suitable for life. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> that's funny. So, and that, that, ladies and gentlemen, that's funny, has been the news. Booze League Radio. All right, so I have a question for you guys. How many vodka cocktails could you make off of memory? A lot. Well, I mean, a lot of the vodka cocktails are like you put vodka in, in this, whatever. With this kind of juice and this kind of juice and like, you know, so okay. I could probably do quite a like, few. Like you think like 10? Yeah, probably, yeah. probably more. Probably. And like, you know them well, like I mean, by we'll, heart, like all the measurements, everything. I mean, they're pretty basic. I mean, once you, yeah, I mean, not like claiming like to be exact, but I mean, yeah, I've made, okay. I think we've all, me and Wiley have made our fair share of vodka drinks, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty simple stuff. Okay. See, I'm always like the one, I don't know. I always want to make really fun drinks and I'm always like, I don't know. I don't know what's in them. I always have to look them up. So 
These are 13 classic vodka cocktails that you should commit to memory, according to a mixologist. All right. So number one is the Moscow Mule. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. The seltzer is like very, very effervescent. It makes me very burpy. Sorry. You think seltzer's effervescent? Try eating Ooh. ass. Oh my God. Woo. Nothing nice. like it. That's how I really got COVID. I just used Nick's cousin as a cover up. Uh, anyway, Moscow Mule. This one's really easy. Two ounces of vodka, four ounces of ginger beer, three quarter ounce lime juice, and you garnish with a lime wedge. So super easy. That's one you, everybody should definitely remember. Well, and see, and that's good to know because most people, I, I think, think Moscow mules are more complicated than they are. They're, I always did. Yeah, I never they're, paid they're attention. They're pretty simple. It's just vodka and yeah, they're ginger good. beer. Mm. And, and lime gin- juice. Yeah, Ginger mm. and lime. Mm. Yeah. Refreshing. Uh, second is Delicious. one of my favorites and Steve-O's favorites, uh, the White Russian. Because we're like big Lebowski fans. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to tell you the ingredients of all of them, maybe like the top five. So this one's uh, two ounces of vodka, one ounce of coffee liqueur, which is Kahlua, and then one ounce of heavy cream. Stir it up and it's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to be disappointed. (laughs) It's a beverage here, man. Uh, Number three, the Harvey Wallbanger. I guess it's a screwdriver with the addition of uh, Galliano or something. Yeah, that's just gross. Disgusting. What is terrible. it? Galliano's gross. I don't it's know kind why of a, anyone uh, want to drink a licorice that shit. kind of tasting thing. And, and they disgusting. call it a wall banger because, one, it's it's the really tall, like, bright yeah. yellow liquor. It's, yes. it's tall and narrow. Yeah, yeah, well, this one's not, like, super narrow, but it is really bright if you can see it. No, the bottle. Oh, yeah. The bottle. Oh. The yeah. bottle of Galliano is really tall and narrow. Oh, I see. Sorry. And so when you see, grab I... it to do the, the floater, you're supposed to bang it against the wall. Like, that's the lucky part. That's why they call it wall banger. <laughs> that's good luck, and then you pour it and you put it back. But I think people oh. banged it just because, I swear to God, the thing's four feet long. It's <laughs> 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 just got in the way. Three inches wide, and so yeah. they just knock it around. But like, my grandparents right. actually out. gave me... Um, about five or six years ago, they were so excited. They gave me a bottle of Galliano. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Like, <laughs> like, thanks, thanks. Hey, thanks. And then Yo. two years ago, two years ago, they gave me a handle of Jose Cuervo. It wow. was about three, three quarters full. Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go. And they couldn't figure out why I wouldn't take it home. Like, nah, I'm all set, man. You guys enjoy. <laughs> oh, bless their hearts. That's funny. Thought that um, num- Number four, I love this one. The salty dog. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. yeah, two ounces of vodka, four ounces of grapefruit juice, salt for the rim, and you garnish with lime. Easy, yeah, delicious. Um, is that what I used to call greyhounds? Weren't greyhounds? Well, it's without the salt. They're the same thing. Oh, yeah, okay. It's a it is the same thing, though, right? It's just without the salt, yeah. Okay. I love grapefruit. I love that citrus, so. Uh, number five is the chichi. I don't even know if I've ever heard of this. It's a pina colada made with vodka instead of rum. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's two ounces of vodka, four ounces of pineapple, one ounces of cream de coconut, and you garnish with a pineapple wedge. Coco Lopez? Is that what it's called? I don't know. That's what they use sometimes, <laughs> Coco Lopez. It's kind of like a higher end cocoa stuff, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember it only because Chi Chi sounds like boobs, and that, that stuck <laughs> in my head. Nice. Of course, Wiley. Hey, what can I say? I'm 12. Okay. Oh, gosh. I'm surprised number six is the Bloody Mary. People, That's well, like such a staple, I feel like. I mean, I know you They're actually love really hard them. to make, dude. Bloody Marys, I mean, a lot of them make them and they taste like vodka and ketchup. They're disgusting. But if you make yeah. it right, then it's good. It's a good drink. You got to have some spice. You need like the right amount of hot sauce and the right amount of like Worcestershire. Yeah. Worcestershire. 
And if you throw in a little pinch of cayenne, that's always good too. Mm. But anyway. Uh, number four, the lemon drop martini. Yep. Also like, you know, a staple. Yep. Yep. Thanks to, uh, wasn't, oh no, they were the cosmopolitan. Never mind. I was thinking of sex in the city. Their oh, drink, yeah. like, the Cosmo. Cosmo. Also yeah. a vodka drink. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm sure it's on here. Uh, <laughs> number eight is the Russian spring punch. I really, I don't know what oh. that is. That one is, I don't know. What's, yeah, what's that know one? one um, there's an ounce of vodka, three ounces of champs, uh, one ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of creme de ca- cassis. It's black currant liqueur. Creme de cassis. Creme de cassis. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a bad um, time. Right? <laughs> Champagne, lemon juice, <laughs> uh, simple syrup, and then you garnish with a slice of lime, or sorry, lemon and raspberry. Yeah, it's no, kind of close no to thanks. here, using uh, the creme de cassis. Yeah. Basically, it's like uh, creme de cassis is like Chambord. Same kind of thing. Uh, so you do like a, a cure. The or Chambord's pretty good though. Chambord's yeah. like a blackberry liqueur though. That shit's pretty bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like what was this one? Current berry, black currant. Yeah, it's gotta be the same. Hmm. I guess you know, in vodka, I've made a vodka profile. champagne drink before. I made like a punch with it. I think uh, the purple hooter. I don't know if that's on there, but that one's really good. That's vodka, Chambord, and lime and shaking up. Shit, those mm. are good. Purple that hooter sounds shooters. awesome. Whoa. I think I want purple hooters at my next birthday party. Yeah, those are amazing. Coley's purple hooter. <laughs> sounds absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> Actually, sounds, num- it sounds probably be a really good like signature booze league drink, right? <laughs> it probably would be, huh? Coley's purple hooters. Oh, my nice. God. Sounds so dirty. There you go. <laughs> well, guys, we guessed it. Number nine, the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, buddy. Good go. old Cosmopolitan. Uh, 10 is the espresso martini. Oh, love those. I don't drink coffee anymore at all whatsoever, but if I'm like kind of lit, I'll have an espresso martini and well, there's an ounce of espresso in there. It's, so it's, you're I know that's, that's when I do. That's the only time like I don't drink coffee during the day or in the morning, but if I'm, oh, old, that if makes I'm lit after hurt. dinner, Oh, it feels, I like them. They're tasty. Oh, Sandro, that really makes me sad. I love coffee. Yeah, okay. no, I'm over it. It's been like over a year. It's like, uh, Wow. October is going to be three years, two years. What? That you haven't had coffee? Yeah. I don't drink coffee What's anymore. What's wrong with you? I just, I don't like it. I don't like having to drink it when I wake up and it was giving me anxiety. It's giving me all kinds of heart weird problems uh, too, man. I was yeah. over it. Super Makes over sense. it. So we're coming to the end of the list. We're on number 11. We have the Ivy Gimlet. Ooh. Um, Gimlets yeah, are good. One, yeah. But, but typically they're made with gin. So what's the Ivy Gimlet is a vodka one then? Yeah, well, um, I don't know. This one just says the addition of mint adds complexity. Okay. Um, it's two ounces of vodka, one ounce of lime juice, three quarter ounce simple syrup, and a small handful of mint. Wiley, are, are they typically gin gimlets or are they vodka gimlets too? I think they're like Collins. I mean, you can do like different versions of a Collins, just like okay. a gimlet. Okay. All right. Okay. I gotcha. I, think I used I typically... to ask if someone ordered a gimlet, I'd, I'd ask if it was, you know. A gin like a, oh, okay. or vodka gimlet? Yeah. Like which, what would you want in there? And, you know, Gotcha. Just Typically it'd be well, gin though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the OG right well, there. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Like a martini, you know, the yep. OG is gin. Well, I wonder if this one's called the Ivy Gimlet because the Ivy restaurant in LA is where it was originally created. Oh, nice. Oh. Maybe that's why they use... Um, Probably has something to do with it. and that's why it's called that. Probably mint leaves are kind of like Ivy-esque as well. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. And it says like you lightly muddle the mint, obviously, in the base of the shaker, and then you top it off with the other ingredients, shake it up, and um, pour it over ice. That Mm. sounds good. Or sorry, double strain it. Sorry, you shake it with ice. My bad. Double strain. I'll be down for that. Yep. 
12, the apple teeny. Oh, apple teeny. But just like with any teeny, like you can make them good. I can make any teeny good. I mean, make people make them really bad with by just adding so much extra bullshit to it. You can mm. make it good and nice and subtle. And like an apple teeny could actually be really good if you make it right. Well, this one's actually calling for one and a half ounces of green apple juice. Yeah. I'm, not like the apple, like, uh, like pucker green or anything. Green apple juice, huh? I don't know where you'd find that. I don't know where you'd find that either. I'm sorry, oh, I that apple like, juice isn't green. I'm, you I'm juice not use green apples, maybe. Maybe. I huh. mean, the, the, and I don't know what color it would be because all it's saying is vodka, green apple juice, simple syrup, and lemon juice. But the picture of it, it looks kind of hazy green. It would Can you see probably it? Probably be, yeah, interesting. Hmm. Huh. I wonder huh. if you do juice it. I really don't know. Yeah. It doesn't say. People out there juicing. Oh, look, gosh, you know, I guess if I just read the description on every single drink, I could answer all these questions. In his rendition, he suggests using freshly made juice squeezed from green apples. Hey, there it is. There There it is. Nice. And number 13, it's called Cocktail Culture. Is that three K? No, actually. Cocktail culture. (laughs) Two C's. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is fucking weird. Uh, One and three quarter ounce vodka, three quarter ounces honey yogurt, which I like honey flavored yogurt. Um, I add add honey to my yogurt. So instead of like an egg white or something, maybe you're getting a little froth. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get there. Um, Half ounce passion fruit puree. Quarter ounce vanilla syrup and then vanilla extract. So it was created by Whoa. James Beard. He's an award-winning bartender, uh, James Meehan. In 2014, the cocktail is inspired by the popular Indian drink called Lassi that is made oh, with yogurt. Lassi, mango lassi. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Those are good. Okay. Those I was going to really ask good. if it was that because I feel like there's a lot of yogurt in Indian food. Like just, yeah. There, just yeah, there well, it's is. really good sure. when you're eating really spicy Indian food. You get a mango, mango lassi and it's like, oh, it like totally puts the fire out. Nice. That's true. So, yeah, you just mix it all together, uh, shake it all up in, uh, with ice, and strain it into a chilled glass. That dude sounds like he wears a leather apron. He probably does. He's, if he's a like a master mustache. bartender. <laughs> right? He's like, mm-hmm. he's like super buff with hairy arms and sleeves rolled up, and he just shakes yeah. the shit out Fully of his Fully tatted. Dude. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, kind of like some of these I can see committing to memory, but this one sounds kind of weird. But to like, I don't know. Gotcha. I feel like your basic ones, though, are ones I should know. I'm probably going to keep this Barca article on hand. hand. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? I mean, if it's not like a screwdriver or like, you know, cranberry, what is that? A Cape Cod? Yeah. yeah. Cape Cod. A Cape Cod vodka. technically has a lime in it. If not, it's like oh, vodka. Oh, cranberry vodka and lime. Yeah. Okay. So when I yeah. went golfing on Sunday in the morning at seven, I had a, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a screwdriver with a lime in it. It was delicious. It was with Tito's. It was great. And then at the turn, I had uh, an Arnold Palmer Tito's, but I like to call them the John Daly. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, no, they're they're good. Those are those like, are solid drinks right there. We were just talking about that yesterday, and I was like, you know, it would be a great name because it's like, you know, an Arnold Palmer, but it's like hard. I was like Arnold Palmer, and I cracked <laughs> myself up in the back seat, and everyone just stared at me. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. just yeah, that's, that's who I am. You guys. Everybody just turn around, and look at you, like silently, then turn and look back at. The well, room. yeah, because I'm like laughing hysterically, and they're just like, "Okay, Nicole, like that was cute, but you know." And I'm like, "But like, you know, I'm just cracking myself up because that's who I am. Nice. I crack myself up." There you go. I think I'm hilarious. As long as you're your biggest fan, you will always succeed in life. As long as you're not your only fan. 
Uh, <laughs> no, that's Sandro fans that's, only. Yeah, only fans. Dronely fans. I'm, yeah. I'm pulling down like 30 G's a month, yo. <laughs> With my dronely fans. Only Sanch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I All right, well, um, awesome. let's. I'm gonna uh, go make some uh, <laughs> some lobster mac and a Moscow meal. I'll see you, you bitches go. next that time. That sounds awesome. There you go. No way, man! Just go full cream and just go lobster mac and that. Uh, Arnold culture, Palmer. the culture one at the <laughs> end, dude. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, <the> culture, <laughs> cream it up, dude. <laughs> creature culture cocktail or whatever it was called. I don't know how they came up with that. That's like, pretty weird. Dude, I heard this really good drink recipe on this uh, podcast I listened to. I need some honey yogurt and I need some passion fruit puree. <laughs> like, 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 where do you? You're like, where you? Your partner's like, hey, I don't know what you have in mind for tonight, but count me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was good with the wax and stuff, but this is yeah, right. easy. you had to just take it too far. <laughs> this passion fruit puree and honey yogurt is too much for me. <laughs> I want the purple oh. hooter in this culture cocktail at my next party. Uh, I'll buy the ingredients. You two mixologists make it happen. I'll bring my leather chaps. I mean, my leather apron. You can bring both. I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't frown on either one, I promise. No, I don't have either. I'm sure those shits are expensive, dude. I'm sure they're not cheap. No, I can't be. Like a craft leather apron. I bet that's like two or three hundred dollars. Well, and really, like, a leather apron's really just kind of the dress version of chaps anyways, right? I'm just going to go buy so, a chamois at fucking, like... A chamois! Pet boys and tie it around my waist, call it a day. There you go. <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm on Amazon looking up leather aprons. But craft, I mean, craft beer leather, or craft uh, fucking... I mean, this one looks like you're going to go build a house for Habitat for Humanity, but... Or, or it could look like you're in the movie Hostel, you know, about to torture someone. Actually, oh, this geez. one looks like a Hostel one, um, <laughs> and it's $130. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. God. You don't yeah, want to wake up with that guy looking at you. You're all tied to a chair and shit. You're like, no, oh, yeah. dude. Or like this guy. This guy looks like... like It's like Vin Diesel or who's who's the guy that's Aquaman? Oh, Momoa something. Something Jason Momoa. Momoa, yeah. Momoa. Jason oh, Momoa. Dude, ripped. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> Let me make you a cocktail. <laughs> Never mind. And then he just, just stares at your girlfriend all, like, seductory looking. Like, how do you like that? Yeah, I think you should just wear the chaps. <laughs> Fuck that, Ava. That's what nightmares are made out of, okay? Chaps will make us all laugh. Your cheeks will hang have, out. It'll I don't be good have times. Chaps. I don't ride a motorcycle, so. We'll, we'll buy you chaps instead of an yeah, apron. They're going to be on the same price. I'm good. Way I think cuter. they check uh, arm tattoos when you buy an apron as well. They're like, oh, sorry. You're like, sorry, <laughs> sir. You're you're to, your sleeves have to be this long in order to purchase this. <laughs> oh, you only have a, a quarter sleeve. We need a half yeah, sleeve at, no. the, at the middle. We need some more lines and arrows. Sir, <laughs> that's not tribal enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> the 90s called. They want their tribal tattoo back. Yeah, All the right. 90s called. They fucking go sign up for that uh, giveaway for the Crystal Pepsi. JGS. guess. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. cue music and get us the hell out of here. <laughs> I know. We're fifth well, announces, right? Or we fourth announces. Yeah, we got one oh, quick fourth announces. elevated it. <laughs> you did. I thought I was like <laughs> ready to roll. We were rolling out, man. This was, oh, No, no, shoot. I came in second place. So come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I started from the bottom and now we're here. Look, you got to see yeah. where I finished. I'm so uh, proud yeah, of myself. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Started from the bottom. Now the whole team here. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's round this out real quick. We we'll start. We will start at the bottom. Um, 
Number eight in the uh, fourth announce is the Pudge Abides, uh, which is uh, former Florida man Zach. Uh, came in, he started off pretty good, ended up at the bottom of the heap uh, yeah. at the end of the season. Uh, Jimmy G Unit, Greg from Craft Beer Republic, came in at number seven. Nick's nice team came in at number six. That's hey. a full two spots ahead of the last two years that he That's played. That's awesome, man. Good for well him. Well done, That's dude. Great. I mean, Hell yeah. My God. <laughs> awesome. Nice. And on top of Nick is ice cold oh. beer. <laughs> there you go. No pun intended. Uh, coming in at number five. She's number got four. a mango lossy in her hand. You guys, <laughs> do you know how excited I am? I was eighth like all fucking year. I think I had four or five wins total. I was actually I, stunned when I was putting you, the list you together. You made like, a count. She, she gave me yeah. number five. And, wow. Oh, that's why I said started from the bottom. Now we here. That's right. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Are you I, literally... Uh, Six foot, seven foot, eight foot <laughs> bunch. Young money militia, and I am the commissioner. Oh, oh shit. Back. Oh, my God. Never Rest in peace, homie. Wow. So we're getting to know, the, uh, huh? the top side. Um, number four is the commish, Philip Livers. Uh, number three, Guruth Smith Schuster, who beat uh, me in the... Um, I don't know, was that the quarterfinal, semifinal, whatever, uh, to take third. Gridiron Grundle, our own yeah. Sanchito, coming in wow. at number two. What's up now? Dude, a little bit of luck and a whole lot of shitty scores. <laughs> yeah, but I'm first, proud of you. Towards the end, things went nuts, dude, with COVID, people it's out. From the end, like, from the get-go, like, dude, there was no rhyme or reason to this season at all, dude. At all. You guys, the only person that gave me points was Jonathan Taylor. That guy was a fucking beast all season long. Just an animal. He got handled business. And for those of you following along at home, you probably already know who's number one. Ladies and gentlemen, otters like anal. Steven the otter off. Like beavers, otters are fond of tools. (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of tools, good old Otter has come in number one. Good for him. For nice, the fourth in ounces. So he I gets believe, like a bottle of whiskey or something, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, the, the guru bought uh, two bottles of whiskey, one being a little more expensive. And so first and second place. So oh, I, I get one too? Bo- so you're getting a, uh, a not quite shit. as expensive as number one. But yeah, you are getting oh. a bottle of whiskey as well. So I, um, I get a bottle of JMO, like Guinness, JMO, JMO Black or some shit? <laughs> I don't, we'll have to look back on the uh, on the text thread and see exactly what it yeah, is. I know he, no, he I, it out there, but I remember them both being pretty good. Uh, but that first place one was really good, though. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Okay. So Otter uh, got the whiskey, um, and congratulations to him for uh, way to go there, whiskey nips. <laughs> whiskey <laughs> nips. <laughs> so um, now uh, we can play the music and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Apparently, I was ready about five minutes ago. Sorry. <laughs> Coley's already gone. She's doing this from outside, drinking a glass of wine. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for renewing your journey with the Boozecast here on Draft 101. Uh, Make sure to follow us online on the socials, Instagram at Booze League, Twitter at Booze League, and, of course, Facebook.com forward slash Booze League. The new site is almost ready. We're launching a whole new site, um, and we're actually, and I don't think I I mentioned this uh, back before we took our break, but all of the items we used to have for sale at the festivals are will be available to buy online. Those used there to be festival only merchandise. You had to show up to buy it, but now we're putting them all online so you can buy at will uh, nice, on the new man. store and new website. So awesome. check us out on that, boozeleague.com. 
Um, we will be back. Whatever you're listening to us on right now, uh, go ahead and hit subscribe. But we will be back on 102. So make sure you don't miss another episode of the Boozecast. So uh, cheers, everyone, from all of us here. And uh, we'll see you on 102. Cheers. 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 I'm a man on a mission with no misses and I'm looking for love. Oh, I'm just looking for love. It's got to be against the law to look this damn good.